Our chrysalises, or chrysalides, are still hanging from a thread. If I didn't know any better, I'd think they were dead. But very soon, one will pop out its head. The caterpillar will be gone, and a butterfly emerge instead. Hi, I'm Heidi Illion, English teacher and homeschooling mom, and this is Brilliant Mornings. Join us as we jumpstart our day in a way that celebrates learning and breeds imagination. We work quickly through calendar, math, poetry, reading, geography, science, and of course, our mystery story. Please feel free to pause the podcast or listen several times to answer questions and learn the songs. Read the podcast notes to prepare for each day. Remember to check out our Instagram, Brilliant Mornings, to see pictures, videos, and visuals for the lesson. Thanks for joining us. Let's start with our months of the year. Say the months in the language you are learning after each English word. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. These are the 12 months of the year. These are the 12 months of the year. Okay, preschoolers, let's count and jump. If you are in kindergarten, all the way up to second grade, make sure you have your counters available to use a little bit later. Ready? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. And let's do pairs. Ten plus seven is seventeen. Eleven plus six is seventeen. Twelve plus five is 17, 13 plus 4 is 17, 14 plus 3 is 17, 15 plus 2 is 17, 16 plus 1 is 17. You can pause the podcast to answer these questions and use your counters to help you with these word problems. Five butterflies emerged from their cocoons on Monday but 12 more came out on Tuesday. How many emerged altogether? Seventeen butterflies fluttered around my butterfly bush. Suddenly, 12 of them flew away. Now how many were left on the bush? 17 minus 12. 14 butterflies pollinated my flowers. Three more arrived. How many in all pollinated my flowers? Go ahead and make up your own word stories with pairs that add up to 17. Now, butterflies go through a sort of rebirth when they emerge from that chrysalis stage, right? Do you remember what the Renaissance is? This French word means reborn. In what ways did people have a rebirth in the Renaissance? What things were born? Born means to come alive, right? 
Well, in Italy, beautiful paintings were born by artists like Leonardo da Vinci, and beautiful sculptures were born, like the Statue of David by Michelangelo. New scientific discoveries were born, such as the idea that the planets move around the sun. It was an idea brought forth by Nicholas Copernicus. New inventions were created, like Johannes Gutenberg's printing press, which helped get information to many, many people. New ideas such as humanism and giving dignity to people started coming alive. And there was another huge shift in thinking which came about, beginning with a man named Martin Luther. Martin Luther was a monk from Germany. A monk is someone who dedicates his life to God, similar to a priest or a pastor. But Luther's lifestyle as a monk was very strict. He could not get married. He tried to do many hard things to please God, like going without sleep and without food for a long time, praying constantly, and giving up everything he owned. He was a very good monk. But as he read the Bible, he found a shocking truth. He learned that God did not require him to do hard things to be righteous, which means right and true and without sin in God's eyes. He did not have to do anything to make God love him because God already loved him. He did not have to pay for his own sins to get to heaven. The Bible said that God gives righteousness as a free gift. Instead of making humans pay for the bad things that they have done and the sin in their hearts, God's son Jesus paid by giving up his life for us. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus Christ, God's perfect son, gave his life to pay for the sins of the whole world. He died and rose again, and now anyone who believes in Jesus could be washed from sin, become a child of God, and live with him forever in heaven. Luther learned all of these things from reading the Bible, and he said, At last, meditating day and night, by the mercy of God, I began to understand that the righteousness of God is that through which the righteous live by a gift of God, namely by faith. Here I felt as if I were entirely born again and had entered paradise itself through the gates that had been flung open. Luther shared his new ideas about being saved by faith with everyone he could, and he became very upset with church leaders who asked people to pay money to the church to take away their sins and get to heaven. He knew that righteousness was a free gift from God and not something people could pay for. He also realized that he should follow what the Bible said even when it went against church leaders. Luther wrote all of his disagreements with the church in a document called the 95 Theses, and this spread quickly throughout Germany and Rome. Now, do you remember Maximilian I from our mystery story? The stolen armor was from his kingdom. Well, his grandson, Charles V, actually held a trial for Martin Luther and asked him to take back his new beliefs. When Luther would not change his mind, Charles V declared him an outlaw, which is a criminal, and Luther needed to go into hiding because of his beliefs. Still, many people followed Luther's ideas in a movement known as the Protestant Reformation, and many found the internal rebirth 
that he found. Like the wonder of the sun giving life to everyone Like the motion of the planets orbiting the sun Like the joy of reading words on a page for the first time Like the frescoes of Michelangelo, heavenly and sublime Like Da Vinci imagining that we could fly like birds Even Shakespeare in later years Martin Luther ever saw the stolen armor since he lived when it was worn? asked Jonathan. The boys had been talking to Detective Chubb, who was explaining this time in history to them, but they were interrupted by Grace, who had caught sight of the suspicious man they had lost in the woods. After him! yelled Grace, referring to a tall man pulling an ice cream cart wildly down a narrow path in New York City's Central Park. A colorful parade of police, detectives, and adventure-loving children raced after the man. Halt, stop, commanded Detective Schmidt. FBI, yelled Detective Chubb. We want our ice cream, wailed Levi. But the determined fleeing man would pause for nothing, his cart in tow bumping along until he reached a busy main street that bordered the park. Hundreds of people milled about, and the running man had trouble dodging the crowds. He knocked over two children and bumped several other angry pedestrians, causing chaos and furious yelling all around him. All of a sudden, however, he stopped. He was next to a cart which roasted chestnuts, and the smell apparently overpowered him. He stopped and sniffed in a dreamlike state, reaching for a bag of nuts. It was at this point that one of the policemen with Micah and Jonathan at his tail reached the man. The boys threw themselves at the cart, pulling it away from the man, and the policeman promptly locked the man, bag of nuts and all, into handcuffs. The rest of the group reached them momentarily, and Detective Schmidt grabbed the cart, opening it. At first, she crinkled her nose, as she only saw chocolate ice cream, and tossed it into the street. Levi did a nosedive, however, catching the ice cream just before it slid onto the ground. Finally, he sang as his face dove into a huge carton of creamy goodness. Aha, Detective Schmidt barked triumphantly, lugging out of the ice cream cart a heavy knight's helmet. He did hide his armor in this, pretending to be an ice cream vendor. The stolen armor is found! Unexpectedly, Detective Schmidt hugged the children, You are fabulous. You'll be rewarded. 
As the children crowded around eating ice cream from the cart, dished out by one of the policemen, a clanking noise from behind them made everyone turn. Detective Chubb had tried on the entire suit of armor and was just putting the helmet over his head. Ouch, this is heavy. When he saw everyone staring at him, he became very self-conscious. What? I'm just making sure all of the pieces are here. Detective Schmidt laughed. You know, Detective Chubb has always wanted to be a knight in shining armor. You only need a castle, Detective Knight, she giggled. Minutes later, Detective Chubb stood at Belvedere Castle, which is actually a small castle in Central Park, striking the pose he had wanted to make since he was a boy, pretending to sword fight. A knight in my castle, he sang as everyone looked on. That evening, the children were treated to delicious New York City pizza. As they reminisced about the adventurous day, Claire's mother, Mrs. J, called everyone's attention. The Metropolitan Museum of Art wants to thank each one of you for helping solve their mystery. You tracked the thief, a man who was going to sell that armor for lots of money. Too bad he was so sloppy and stopped for roasted chestnuts. But I have exciting news. The museum wants to pay for your group to accompany the armor to its next destination. You can all keep it safe and help stop any more thefts. Of course, there will also be several guards coming along as well. Everyone cheered. But where is the next destination, asked Peyton. Oh, yes, well, it's the mystery country. And here's your second clue. The country borders water on the north and huge, beautiful mountains in the south. One of the seas it touches in the north is called, appropriately, the North Sea. Over the next few days, can you figure out for sure what the mystery country is? Remember the clues. It is north of the Tropic of Cancer and east of the Prime Meridian. It touches the North Sea in the north and has huge mountains in the south. Also, continue writing haikus this week. Make sure you have a total of 17 syllables in each one. Make up word problems with numbers that add up to 17. Look up 2 Corinthians 5.21, try to memorize it, and talk to your parents about what it means. This recording was produced by Heidi Alien with intro and outro music by Matt Graycar. Music, voice, and editing of Reborn is by Hope Graycar. Be sure to view the picture of our stolen knights on the Brilliant Mornings Instagram, and you can read all about it on the website of the Met because it was actually a recent exhibit there.